0: Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 Podcast Network presents coverage of your favorite local teams, the Badgers, Bears, Cougars, Rough Riders, Eagles, and Wranglers. This is Talking Central Arizona Sports with me, Torrance Dunham. It's been a busy past few days for local sports as many winter teams have competed in the playoffs. However, it has also been a tough week as many of those teams have fallen. The only local team left standing in the high school winter playoffs is the Prescott Boys basketball team. So let's start with the Badgers who have made it to the Elite Eight of the 4A Conference playoffs. After falling to Brophy Prep 74-61 in the Open State Playoff, the number 6 seed Badgers responded on Wednesday in the first round of the conference playoffs with a 71-50 win against number 11 seed Arizona College Prep. They now move on to face number 3 seed Deer Valley on the road at 7 p.m. on Friday. The two teams played earlier this season, and Deer Valley is one of the few teams to beat Prescott this season, and the only 4A team to do so. Deer Valley beat Prescott 65-44 on December 11th in Phoenix. However, it's notable that Zane Gall wasn't available for the game. Gall and Uriah Tenet are two important pieces for the Badgers on offense, with Tenet averaging 32 points a game this season and Gall averaging 16.5. Gall also averages 11 rebounds per game as well, and led the team with a field goal percentage of 55% just ahead of Tenet's 53%. Tenet in that loss to Deer Valley scored 28 of the Badgers' 44 points. Deer Valley, which went 24-4 overall and 9-1 in the 4A West Valley region to win the region, Knocked out Cortez in the first round, 69-42, of the conference playoffs, after falling to number 1 seed Perry, 78-49, in the second round of the Open State playoffs. A win would place Prescott in the Final Four on Monday at 7 p.m., either at home against number 7 seed Thunderbird or on the road against number 2 seed Mesquite. Check out SignalsAZ.com for full coverage and photos of Friday's game. As for the Bradshaw Mountain Boys basketball team, their season came to an end in the first round of the conference playoffs Wednesday night in a 68-42 loss on the road to the Mesquite Wildcats. The Bears had trouble keeping a handle on the ball in the game as they had 14 turnovers in the first half allowing the high-powered offense of number 2 seed Mesquite costly extra chances. After having trouble taking advantage of Bradshaw Mountain's mistakes in the opening quarter, only scoring 12 points, Mesquite found their groove in the second quarter and entered the locker room with a 36-14 lead. Bradshaw Mountain did clean it up for some time after the break as the Bears only committed one turnover in the third quarter and kept pace with Mesquite, outscoring the Wildcats in the quarter 17-16. But Bradshaw Mountain fell back into habits of the first half in the game's final quarter as the Bears turned the ball over another five times and Mesquite coasted to a comfortable victory. Here's what head coach Kane Atkinson had to say after the game about his team's problems with turning the ball over. Sloppy with the ball, uh, self-inflicted. We knew coming in that that's what they're going to try to make us do. Uh, We were prepared for it. I thought we were at least. Uh, It didn't seem that way tonight. Senior guard Mason Hunt was the focal point of the Bradshaw Mountain attack throughout the season, having led the team with 23.7 points per game. Mesquite was well aware of that. Here's Hunt on Mesquite's game plan. I think they scouted us well. They knew that the game plan was to give me the ball, and so they jumped a lot of passes, and they just came out hungry and aggressive, and we weren't. The senior still scored 25 points to lead the Bears in his final game after three seasons with the Bradshaw Mountain varsity team. An experience that has taught him valuable lessons. It was amazing. You know, I got taught a lot of great life lessons and basketball lessons from Coach Kane Atkinson and Coach Blair Hallig. You know, I'm extremely fortunate to have played for both those guys, and I'm thankful for my teammates for teaching me things in practice, and I'm very thankful for my time at Bradshaw. Atkinson said the loss hurts, but he's proud of his team. I'm I'm proud of everybody. I'm proud of the program. I'm 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 proud to be their coach. Um, I think the world of those seniors. I think the world of our guys. Um, you know it hurts. You know I hate losing. I'm I'm, I'm very competitive, and I thought we had a, a better chance of maybe coming out here and giving them a better game, and we should have anyways. But you know our game plan, we didn't execute at all. And you know like I said, Mesquite, they're a heck of a program. The Bears went 11 and 6 overall in the regular season and 7 and 4 in the region to finish in third place. The team beat Seton Catholic Prep 67 to 65. In the play in to reach the playoffs. We'll get caught up with the rest of the playoff teams, check scores with college sports, and cover the first few games of spring sports at the high school level. But before that, this show is brought to you in part by Yavapai Plumbing and Heating. Spring sports are here. But winter weather can still return, so it's important to have your heating all checked out and ready to go so you aren't left in the cold. Give them a call to make sure everything is looking good and you are ready. All the info you need is at YPEInc.com. That's YPEInc.com. Okay, let's get caught up with the rest of the teams in the area with the whip around. The number 14 seed Prescott girls basketball team fell to number three seed Flagstaff on the road Thursday night, 77 to 45 in the first round of the 4A conference playoffs ending their season. The team went 13 and 4 overall and 9 and 2 in the region, finishing behind Flagstaff that went 11 and 0 in the region and 15 and 2 overall. The number three seed Prescott girls soccer team, after beating number 14 seed Douglas 2 to 1 in the first round of the state playoffs, fell in the quarterfinals on Saturday to number 11 seed Saguaro at home, 1 nothing, ending their season. The Badgers went 11-1 overall in the regular season and 5-1 in the region, finishing in second behind Flagstaff. That went a perfect 12-0 overall and 6-0 in the region. Number 1 seed Flagstaff got knocked out by number 4 seed South Point Catholic 3-0 in the semifinals on Wednesday. A couple of awards to mention for Prescott teams. For the girls' soccer team, Mallory Walsh was named the Defensive Player of the Year for the 4A Grand Canyon region and was named to the first team. Riley Schroeder and Kenzie Blanchard were also named to the first team. Violet Williams, Alana Gilray, and Rihanna Aguilar were selected to the second team. For the boys' soccer team, Casey DeVito and Cole Schumann were selected to the region first team, while Sam Woods and Andrew Kernott were selected to the second team. As for the Bradshaw playoff teams, the number eight seed boys' soccer team, after beating number nine seed Amphitheater in the first round, fell to number one seed Flagstaff in the quarterfinals 2 0, ending their season. The team went 10-2 overall in the regular season and 5-1 in the region, finishing in second behind Flagstaff that went 11-0-1 overall and 6-0 in the region. Flagstaff fell to number four seed South Point Catholic in the semifinals. At the AIA Wrestling State Tourney for Bradshaw Mountain, senior Gabriel Ricketts finished third, while senior Dion Zamora and juniors Jax Harfsey and Carlos Villarreal finished fourth. Let's take a look at spring sports, which got underway this week. Staying with Bradshaw Mountain, the baseball team opened the Wayne DeCombs West Side Preseason Invitational with a 14 2 win against Shadow Ridge on Thursday. They play Millennium and Sunrise Mountain on Friday and begin the regular season against Estrella Foothills on the road Tuesday before hosting Saguaro at home on Wednesday at 3.45pm. The softball team begins the season at home on Tuesday with a game against Estrella Foothills at 3.45pm. The boys' tennis team opened the season with a 9-0 win on the road against Buckeye Union on Thursday. They next play at home on Tuesday against and Butte at 3.30 p.m. The girls' tennis team also began the season against Buckeye Union, but at home on Thursday. No score was available at the time of recording. They play on the road against and Butte on Tuesday. The boys' volleyball team begins the season on Tuesday on the road against ALA West Foothills. Over to Prescott, as the baseball team began the season in grand fashion on Wednesday, beating Peoria 15-3 to on the road in six innings. Four players each had a pair of RBIs in the win. Up next is a road game against Paradise Honors on Monday at 6 p.m. The softball team beat Peoria on Wednesday 19-0 in five innings to open the season. Senior RJ Para had two hits and four at-bats and drove in five, while also pitching four hitless innings and striking out 10 of 12 batters faced. Up next is a home game against Paradise Honors on Monday at 4 p.m. The boys' tennis team opened the season with a 6-2 win on the road against Washington on Thursday. Up next is another road game against Cactus on Tuesday. The girls' tennis team also opened with a win against Washington, beating the Rams 6-3 at home on Thursday. They are at home again against Cactus at 3.30 p.m. on Tuesday. The boys' and girls' track and field teams will compete in the Richard Thompson South Mountain Classic on Saturday. The boys' volleyball team begins the season on the road against Phoenix Christian on Tuesday. On to Chino Valley is the baseball team, after competing in the Cougar Classic preseason baseball tournament, officially gets things going at home against Payson on Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. The softball team opened the season with a 17-2 loss at home against River Valley in five innings on Wednesday. They next host Winslow on Tuesday at 3 p.m. The boys and girls track and field teams will also compete in the Richard Thompson South Mountain Classic on Saturday. On to college sports, starting off with the Embry-Riddle Eagles as the women's basketball team beat La Sierra on Thursday 68-54. To improve to 16-11 overall and 14-5 and in the conference, the team concludes the regular season on the road Saturday against Antelope Valley. The men's basketball team beat Los Sierra on the road Thursday in overtime, 78-77, as they have now won four of their last seven games and improved to 8-18 eight overall and 7-12 and in the conference. The Eagles end the regular season on the road against Antelope Valley on Saturday. The baseball team had their road game against Arizona Christian on Tuesday canceled. They return on the road against Antelope Valley for a game on Friday and a doubleheader on Saturday. The team is 5-7 overall. The softball team over the weekend went 2-3 with wins against Johnson and Thomas, but losses to Central Methodist, Rio Grande, and Coastal Georgia. At 6-7 overall, the team has a bit of a break and don't return to the Diamond until March 1st and 2nd for back-to-back doubleheaders against Park Gilbert at home. Finishing up with the Evapai College Rough Riders as the men's basketball team over the weekend dropped both games to Eastern Arizona 82-55 and 102-70 as they fall to 11-16 overall. They don't return to the court until March 1st and 2nd to face Cochise on the road. The women's basketball team also struggled last weekend falling to number 18 Eastern Arizona 67-48 on Friday and 70-43 on Saturday. At 5-20 overall, they host Central Arizona at 5.30 p.m. on Friday and 2.00 p.m. on Saturday. The baseball team, after being swept in a doubleheader against Pima on Saturday, split a doubleheader against Cochise on Tuesday, winning Game 1 3-2 but losing Game 2 8-5. At 7-7 overall, the Rough Riders host Arizona Western in a doubleheader on Saturday beginning at noon. The softball team is still looking for their first win, having lost seven in a row to begin the season after a doubleheader defeat to number three ranked Phoenix on the road Tuesday 6-3 and 9-1. They get a bit of a break and don't play again until March 2nd for a home doubleheader against Scottsdale beginning at noon. That does it for this week's show. I'm Torrance Dunham and this has been Talking Central Arizona Sports, part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 podcast network. We'll see you back here next week for a recap of the Prescott Boys basketball playoff game and spring sports.